Buenos Dias, it's me, Tracy Lee, and I'm coming at you from one of our favorite destinations, Playa del Carmen. Welcome back. I want to thank all of you who have taken the time out of your lives to listen to my podcast so far. I really appreciate it. I love the feedback as I get my bearings here. The messages and texts, they really mean a lot to me. It's definitely a work in progress, but I'm really enjoying the creative outlet and the privilege of talking with friends and others who are willing to share their lives and experiences and opinions with me. I've had a fair bit of feedback regarding the episode on mental health. I think uh, many people could understand it and have been affected by it or have a loved one who has. And I think it just reminds us we're not alone, that just like with physical health issues, mental health issues are not selective. It affects people from all walks of life. And sometimes we really need to look past what we see on the outside and remember that there's often a lot more going on with people than we may see, especially on social media. A lot of times we have to look beyond what's being shared with us in the highlight reel and remember that everybody has something. So we have to take a minute and be kind and understand that not everybody is living a perfect life. The main reason I did this podcast, not only because I love to talk, I mean, everyone who knows me knows that, but I also love to listen and learn about people. I'm a naturally curious person and I'm really interested in what's going on with people, how they've overcome obstacles, different experiences that they've lived. And uh, a few people have reached out to me to share their stories and I'll be featuring a few of those people in future episodes. Really looking forward to that. So Sean and I have been coming to play Adel Carmen for about 15 years or so, and it never fails to be the perfect place for us just to relax and unwind and just find some much needed warmth after several months of minus 30 and, and snow laden winters. With the beautiful beaches and, and great uh, atmosphere here, the warm temperatures, the delicious inexpensive food. We've discovered so many great bands here. We've come across so many wonderful people from all over the world that we've gotten to know, some we've seen year after year, and it seems every year we meet somebody new too. You really can't go wrong here. It's such a great place. This year we've discovered a lot of uh, really cool rooftop pools and other bands that are performing at all the little beach bars and along Fifth Avenue. We really know our way around so well now. So we spend a lot of our time just walking. We'll walk two to three hours a day and uh, just discover new places. If we don't wanna be in the busy part of Fifth Avenue, we'll go off the beaten path for long beach walks and to play a car and different little out of the way restaurants. I really love to read the blogs of people that have stayed here for six months or longer, find all the kind of great little out of the way restaurants. I've taken Sean on many a long goose hunt just to find that little hole in the wall where locals eat. And, uh, you know, we love the idea of having, you know, dinner for 20 bucks, a couple of drinks and some really good local food. And uh, always the, the people that run these places are always so friendly and they're happy with so little. That's what I love about it here. You know, they could have just this little tiny place with three tables and 
They're just so happy to see us. And sometimes their families are there and their little kids. And it just seems that they're very happy with the simple things in life. So that's a real reminder to us, you know, that it's not about the stuff. It's about the experiences. So I spend a lot of my time reading and listening to podcasts when I'm here. Uh, my favorite lately is a CBC podcast. It's called Someone Knows Something. It's by David Ridgen. He's done five seasons now about unsolved murders in Canada. And I'm always enraptured and excited to hear the next episode. And uh, so I've just finished up the fifth season. So if you want to take a listen, it's a really, really good one. Again, it's called Someone Knows Something. And then if I want to find a new podcast, I just go to Apple Podcasts, see what's at the top of the charts and subscribe to the ones that look really interesting. So when I turned 50 a few years ago, Sean asked me what was the one thing I wanted to do more of, and it was travel. That was the one thing I wanted to have more experiences. So since 2013, we've now been to New York four times. We've been to Playa four more times. We've been to Jamaica, San Diego, Las Vegas, Chicago, Vancouver a couple of times, and really just the experiences and the memories and really most of all the time together to reconnect have been absolutely priceless. So I'm really, really appreciative of him. Uh, he worked so hard to make sure that we can have all these great experiences and I couldn't ask for a better partner in crime to do all this wonderful traveling with. So thank you very much, husband. Speaking of him, I am going to bring him onto the episode, whether he likes it or not, and have a little chat with my main man. Hi, Sean. I can hear you. You can hear me. You're I can hear of, you. You're going to be part of this now. Oh, fantastic. Joining, joining the podcast world. You betcha. I want to talk to you a bit about creating the fun, the joy, and the pitfalls of it. Since you've been a musician and songwriter for 30 plus years, you're kind of used to putting yourself out there for everyone to see. And uh, I have to admit, as much fun as it is, it does feel a bit vulnerable. Um, when I told you I was going to do a podcast and just do it for fun as a creative outlet, you joked that it would probably be a perfect outlet for me. And uh, based on what you've heard so far, what, what advice do you have to me going forward? I think the thing to do is just continue to be you. I mean, to be vulnerable, to put yourself out there, because that's where the greatest creativity comes from. If, if you're willing to be there, it doesn't mean it's not scary, but it's where the best stuff comes. Yeah, that's true. You know, and even if somebody judges or thinks, why are you doing this or whatever? I mean, in the end, if you're connecting with somebody or just feeling like uh, sharing somebody else's experiences or your own might make them feel less alone in the world, like sort of like a song. If somebody hears a song that you wrote and it makes them feel good or connected or, or happy, I think that then not only are you getting a value, but so are they. Absolutely. You know, I think, again, it, it gets to that encouraging people to be who they are. 
you know, and that honesty, that vulnerability, I mean, I think that we should embrace and accept that as opposed to ridicule it and uh, make people just a ton upon problems in their, in their life. True. True. Yeah. So if I were to ask you as a musician, what do you think is the most fun aspect for you? And then on the flip side, the most challenging. They're, they're both, I think, the, the riddled in the same thing is that uh, in each po- point of it, I mean, there's the point of being an actual musician. There, there's the, the challenges of becoming a better player or singer, whatever it is. And that can be as frustrating as it can be joyful. So the, the pendulum swings to, to either end. Um, working with other people and you get human connection. I mean, I think that that's, again, the pendulum is fantastic when you're connecting. But uh, as in all relationships, when they dissipate or they become more confrontational, that, that, that can become sort of the dismal act of it. Um, but yeah, so I, I think there's no real middle ground in something that's, whether it's art or music, it's all passion. And uh, the middle ground, I don't think, is where the best stuff comes. The best stuff can come at either end of the pendulum. I know that through all the years you've been together, you've always kind of found it a challenge. You always thought it was sort of a dichotomy that you were the guy that sort of lived by the book, you know, went to work, built a career, you know, worked your way up the corporate ladder, married kids, you know, did all that stuff. But then you had this whole other world that, you know, playing in bands and recording and all that. And I think you always sort of struggled with that as though they had to be two separate people. But I've noticed in the last few years, you're now embracing the fact that it's, it's just all part of who you are. Tell me how you sort of came to that realization. Uh, well, I think that the first part of your question is, is living the so, so-called white picket fence lifestyle is survival. Like, I mean, unfortunately, you do need to earn an income in this world. And I mean, I guess you could leave, live a very bohemian lifestyle. But if you have any wants and needs, if you do want family and things like that, there, there comes money is, is necessary. So building a career and building that base so that you can have that is, is the reality of it. However, if you are a creative person, and again, I wouldn't limit it to music or just, you know, whether you're a writer or whether you're a painter, whatever your sense of creation is, that becomes the other vehicle. And unfortunately, that's really who you are. And as I got older and I got more established in my career, I found that I had, uh, I gave myself the permission to really venture out and open up that creative box a lot more. And the more joy I got to it, the more I saw that it was was there and that I could two worlds could coexist. And I mean, having the support of a loving wife and family that said, hey, listen, this is who you are. It's great. You know, you've laid the, the foundation for us and that's fantastic. But now go do what you want to do. And, and I haven't been happier. That's awesome. So what do you think is next for you in terms of what are, I know you've said that you've done a lot of the things you've wanted to do in life, whether it be career or music or all the things that we've done together, what do you kind of see in terms of music and continuing to keep that creativity and passion going? Well, I'll sort of load it up with a little bit of the backstory of that. As I mean, I think I've told you the story about when I was 14, I just wanted to make enough money so that I could get music lessons or be established enough so that I could do the things in music that I wanted to do. And eventually, you know, the first start is, oh, you know, I want to be a famous musician. I want to be a rock star and all that. That's great. But as time went on, um, I found that I slipped into, I wanted to accomplish things. I wanted to have a good band and I've, I've had the privilege of playing with some great musicians over the years and had played in some great bands. And the last one, you know, I've been with 
for eight years and um, my band of the 90s being reformed now, which is really good. But now because I've played live, because I've entertained and I really enjoy that, there's the other aspect of it and it's the true creation part, the writing, the recording, and uh, that, that provides me with a lot of um, personal joy. And again, I, I have a great writing partner in Glenn. And I think the fact that, you know, we can connect and we, we laugh about calling ourselves same brain and always having the monitor of Tim over our shoulder, uh, letting us not go too far down the rabbit hole. That's tr truly where I, I think I'm finding the most joy. And again, not that I don't enjoy playing live because I love that human connection. I love seeing people smiling who worked hard all week and just want to get out and get entertained. But the writing and the recording, I think, is where I'm going to spend a lot of my time for the next 20 years or so and becoming a better player, better singer, you know, just better writer. You're already pretty awesome, but no, I'll th I you're think... biased. <laughs> What's that? You're biased. Oh, true, I guess, but I, yeah. lots of people say so. And I think oh, a lot of very people kind of... get to enjoy it. And that's, mm -hmm. that's great. You're sharing with everybody. And I think that's, that's a gift that we're very lucky to have. What are your thoughts? You've now got uh, Ryan joining you musically, mm -hmm. Ryan, having been your stepson son for oh geez 20 years now yeah so yeah what do you sort of see with that you've watched him evolve from being you know this kid who was into every kind of music imaginable including yeah. stuff that maybe we didn't relate to and and now we've sort of come full circle what do you what do you think about about that and how does that make you feel to be carrying on sort of your own legacy and with him well, I'm very careful with Ryan because I don't want to impose my my experiences and my will on him. I want to let him be who he is as a as a musician, as a creative force, as it will. I'm, I'm enjoying the fact of seeing him sort of work into the Red Red Sun project and and finding his way and the Primetime project now. I mean, that that's the thing that again, it's it's a very um, difficult line because again, I don't want to push too hard. But I want to also give him the benefit of the 35 plus years experience that I had without dictating. And again, I want, right. I want him to have the joy of it, but at the same time, uh, find his way and, and do his thing and, and make sure he, again, if he gets, you know, a half of the enjoyment that I got out of it, then he will be very blessed. Blessed. And watching him, and watching him grow. I mean, I mean, uh, that that's part of the other thing is that I love watching. You know, when he discovers something new, whether it's you know how to get a better tone on his guitar, or he plays a little different way, and then this gives you also some some personal um, self 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 esteem. If yeah. again, again, if I don't dictate too much, and he finds it on his own with a little bit of help, because I think that's where. I was lucky enough at one point to play with a musician that had 20 years of road experience and he gave me all his experiences. And I, I went, Oh yeah. I remember when you know, Jim said that. Oh yeah. Called the rock and roll, rock and roll cherries. <laughs> True. And yeah. what do you think he brings to the table for you in terms of his own current ability? I mean, he's still young and well, growing, but what. Sure. He, it's a whole different perspective because, you know, he's, he's born in the nineties. He sees life in a slightly different way than obviously that I do, even though, you know, raised in our house, it's a different perspective. You know, he's listening to maybe some different bands, but he brings in just new ideas and all that stuff. And I think that the blending of anything is where you get strength. Yeah. And his energy too. Like he really Absolutely. enjoys it and wants to be there. And like, I just see him doing backup vocals and I just look how excited he is to do it yeah. and, I don't know. As a mom, he's a, he's a, he's a passionate young man. And I think that's where it is, is that you have to have a passion to what you're doing. If you know, I mean, it's, I've always said, it's not about the money. 
money can always be made, but time and experiences, that's where it's, everything is critical. Oh, exactly. I agree. And you've, you've taught me that. And that's, it's been a great learning for me is just to live in the moment more, enjoy what's happening right in front of us. You know, even us taking these trips, like mm-hmm. we've come to play at Del Carmen all these years and, you know, it's just relaxed. It's a whole different mode than we're in at home. Yeah. Just I agree. To hang out and relax. And what's, what do you sort of think is the favorite part for you when we come here? Well, for, for me, and I said this, I think yesterday when we were on our walk and we ran into uh, Laurie, I, I said, you know, we've traveled, we've done the excursions, we've done this, we've done that. And whether it's to play Del Carmen or to New York or wherever we go, I find that we're not vacationing as much as that we're just living in a different city and taking in, you know, what's available there, you know, whether it's the people or just sort of watching how it all works and, and you know, sometimes becoming entrenched in it, sometimes just playing the voyeur. And uh, I think that's, that's the key thing. It's just knowing that this is a big world with different perspectives, different avenues and taking it all in. And if it's, that's the stuff that enriches your life. And to me, that's, that's a good vacation from the quote, quote, rat race. Not that I don't have a great job. I mean, I love what I do and they're fantastic to me there. I mean, it's good, but this is just another part, again, enriching your life. And that's maybe with the whole secret. Yeah. And just taking the time out to rejuvenate yes. and spend some time on our yeah. own. Like we always love when we meet new yeah. people and, and have conversations with them. We're like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Go. You know, it's kind yeah. of nice. It gives us the chance to, you know, to reconnect, you know, just as a, as a couple. And I think we've always done that through a relationship. And I think that's a, a good thing. Yeah. And speaking of our anniversary, we're coming up 17 years on February 23rd. I'm like, holy, how did all that mm-hmm. happen? I'd say for sure these have been the best years of my life. Um, lots of challenges, but also lots of great memories created and I mean, you think about it, we first met when we were 15, 16. Mm-hmm. I mean, could we have ever, I don't know, it's almost surreal sometimes we've had this this life together. And did did you ever picture that we'd end up here? Uh, you know, I, again, I don't think I've ever pictured the next day in, in a sense, you know. And I I've, I think you just do what you do and somewhat sometimes it's organic. But if you're doing, if you're being true to yourself, I mean, looking back and not that it always was, but... I think that if you are living the life you want to live, everything will fall into pl- fall into place as it did with us. You know, and maybe there and there were there were hurdles, and we did get through them. And I mean, no matter what, even the darkest times, we was we were persevering. Yeah, and we took a chance too when we got together sure. because we'd both come out of marriages. We could have been jaded. We could yeah. have said, "Oh, why why would we take a chance?" And we we cobbled this family together. Yeah. And, We've got two wonderful adult mm-hmm. kids and, you know, each other. And, and it's nice, even with them gone, he said, gone as in left. The yes. Rest, we still have this solid foundation, the mm-hmm. two of us. And, you know, they often say, marry your best friend. And it always sounds kind of a cliche, but I honestly can say we never run out of things to talk about. We never stop enjoying those yep. steps side by side. I would agree. And we know that, you know, because of the tough stuff we have, gone through I think it makes us appreciate this this side of the road that much more. yeah I, I totally agree you know I, I think that's the whole thing is that you and I I know your personality obviously you know mine that we I don't know if we ever envisioned anything there was never a master plan but uh, I would say we worked hard enough so that if an opportunity presented itself we you could either could walk through the door or be asked to walk through the door one, one of the two 
And that's just putting yourself in the right position. And I think that's what we've done as a, as a couple, uh, relationship-wise, work-wise, creatively. Look at uh, your podcast. And there was an opportunity, and you took it. And I couldn't be any more happy for it or prouder of that you're doing it. Oh, well, it's nice that you support me. And I hope I do the same do. for you. And I think that's what it helps us. It helps give us a, a leg up is when you know that the person you share your life with is on your mm-hmm. side. And you're a team. You're not enemies. You're doing it together. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I totally agree. Fight. I mean, again, I think you build your world around you and it starts with your partner in life. You know, if you're lucky enough, you know, that, that mm-hmm. I mean, your kids and, and your friend, you know, your friends, your, your closest friends truly become your family. And I think that's one of the, the best things sure. that have happened to us. Yes. We're very yeah. fortunate. The people we have. Well, thank you and happy anniversary <laughs> and we'll enjoy the rest of this trip yeah. together. And I appreciate so much that, you know, we do get these opportunities together. I never do take them for granted. Oh. So thank you well, for all these Thank you. Together. I, and I thank you. You do all the planning. I just sort of say, okay, we're going when? <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. And then when's the next time to eat? That's yes. The next feeding is always a very important thing. Well, good luck to you in your podcast. I love you. And uh, just <laughs> keep making it happen. Okay, love Bye. You. Bye. That was awesome having my one and only love here with me. I do think vacations are really important. I also think taking the time to find your passion, whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be something as obvious as songwriting or podcasting or filming, filmmaking. It could be something as simple as, you know, if you like gardening or you want to be in a play or reading a book, it doesn't really matter as long as you take that time because we're not robots. We need to rejuvenate and make sure that we're doing things for ourselves. Vacations aren't cheap. I'm not uh, gonna deny that, but it's something we can strive towards. We didn't travel until well into our 30s and most of our travel has been in our 50s. So it's not like it's something that just grows on trees, but maybe we buy a little less something and put away 10 bucks a week or whatever it takes to get to a place where we can just go do a quick getaway, or even if we just stay home and don't work, just don't do anything related to work. Because truly, at the end of the day, I know it's a cliche, but nobody said on their deathbed, I wish I had worked more. And in order to keep our relationships, our marriages strong, we need to make sure we make each other a priority here and there. We can't make it all about work or all about hobbies or out with the boys or girls or whatever the foundation is our family and us and make sure that we still have our own passions and interests that we can bring to the table so thanks for listening i think i hear the beach and a margarita beckoning so until next time thank you for listening adios amigas